Good morning, good morning, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Wherever it is that you're finding yourselves right now, very happy to have you here, happy to see you here with me. It's still morning here in Bali, so when I have my coffee here with you, really nice Balinese proper coffee to just kind of like, you know, start that day. <laughs> and what's been a bit of a theme coming up, because I love to watch social media and see what are people saying, what are people doing, what is happening. And there's always this wave, there's always this sense of distress always going on, always, always. When you look at the just the post even, something that is meant to just be a neutral post can instantly just be changed into something that's really stressful, it can be changed into something that's you know, inducing fear in us to provoke, to get people to listen, to get people to, you know, take note. And I find this extremely emotionally manipulating, you know, despite what the intentions are. I mean, because at the end of the day, what this is constantly creating is anxiety. Constant, unnecessary Anxiety. Anxiety has become almost like a chronic illness that just does not go away. And it doesn't matter how we try to set up our lives, what medication people get on, how much they drink or exercise they do. There's, there's always this constant background problem. <sighs> Sometimes we fail to practice what we preach and that happens to me too. And that's why I want to talk about this topic, because this is something that I find that, you know, I get sucked into on a regular basis myself. This is something that affects me too. And it affects my, my partner. It affects, you know, my, my people that's around me, my team. It's something that we all go through on a regular basis. And what happens when we look at the concept of anxiety Anxiety is, in my opinion, how I teach a metaphysical anatomy technique, which you can all find out so much more at evetrose.com, is it's a jumble, like just this masses and masses of emotions and instinctive responses and, you know, subconscious memories that's coming up that's being triggered. And because we don't have this natural innate ability and capacity anymore, we still have it, but it's not, not have it is probably the wrong way, wrong way to say that. We still have it. It's just suppressed. And we don't tap into that capacity anymore because we've rewired ourselves to adapt to coping mechanisms. Now, when we get anxious, when we get stressed, what do we do? What do you do? What is, what is your way of coping? What is your way of dealing with it? What do you do? Do you grab a cigarette, which I also did in the past? Do you grab alcohol? Do you maybe try to watch a movie or do you um, binge eat? What is it that you feel that you need to do in order to comfort yourself from this distress that you're feeling when you feel anxious? Because we are anxious avoidant, right? We're anxious avoidant. And Jamie said there, I pray. That's beautiful. I love that. I absolutely love that. But here's the thing. After you, for example, said the prayer, after you took the action, has the anxiety subsided? Or is there another action that you take? 
Because at the end of the day, when we don't find an immediate solution, an immediate sense of comfort from the discomfort that we're feeling, we continue to look for more patterns and ways and actions to take to help us to calm us down. We could call a friend or we can, you know, maybe, I don't know, read a good book or we can procrastinate. There can always be some, <laughs> I take a nap. Great. You know what? I love that. That is absolutely fantastic what she just said. I take a nap. Because did you know that taking a nap, even if it's just for 20 minutes, when you are stressed, it's 15, 20 minutes, your body literally now has the ability and the capacity to self-regulate. Your body emotionally self-regulates itself when you take a nap, when you feel stressed. Yes, I usually watch a movie or escapism, then I go into solution once I'm feeling lifted. Exactly, that's exactly it. So what th these two people just said, you know, they do something to actually take a break from what they're doing. It absolutely works. It's a fantastic strategy. And it's funny, I, just, I wanted to talk about that today, but you beat me to it. <laughs> so when we look at actions, but I want to get quickly back to what I was saying, because it's actually important. I'm going to lead back to what we were just saying. This is so much fun. I love this. I love when we're all, you know, connected and we're all kind of starting to get a sense and feel for what is it that the body needs. And when we look now at how we wire ourselves when we have certain emotional experiences or the stress that we're feeling, what also happens is we feel the stress, we feel the trauma, we feel the anxiety coming up. We take an action and then we repeat that action again and again and again to find the relief that we want, that we need. And what happens then is we rewire our mind for when we feel anxious, we need to take these actions. Now, now some people actually gave really constructive solutions here, but most people don't have constructive solutions. The relief and the, and the, the comfort that they need from the discomfort. And so when we look now at this rewiring, what we end up dealing with is not just the anxiety and the trauma that, you know, as a result of the anxiety and vice versa. Sometimes one or the other can actually trigger each other or be a cause of each other. It's not just a one-way street. And when we look at that, now we're dealing with not just the anxiety, but we're dealing with the coping mechanisms that we're wiring ourselves for, which in this case now, if it is, destructive that becomes another negative traumatic engraved pathway now that we need to deal with as well now rewiring that now we need to rewire that and that's exactly what i wanted to talk to you about today and when we look at the rewiring part taking a rest taking a power nap or doing a, taking an action that is constructive, right? That is constructive, meaning that will let you feel positive. But when you're done with it, it's actually a positive rewiring action that you're taking. It's healthy for the body and the mind, right? It allows you to move into a place of problem solving rather than feeling stuck in a place of powerlessness and feeling unresourceful. Because when we feel unresourceful, the body panics. 
it panics. It absolutely hates feeling unresourceful. And the reason why it feels unresourceful is because we didn't have potential positive constructive solutions to deal with the stress that we felt at the time. And what happens? The body remembers that. The body remembers and programs and records traumatic events. And when the body feels unresourceful, that is a traumatic event. When you look back at your past and all the things that you feel that you cannot let go of, how did you feel in that moment? Very unresourceful, very powerless, very angry, very stressed. So what we want to do in that moment is even if the body feels unresourceful, we want it to go into a place where it feels safe. We want it to move into a place in a state where it feels in control. And the best thing that you can do is to feel that you can now create that safe space where you can maybe just take a nap for 20, maybe 15 minutes. But now not all our lives is set up for that. Meditation is a great way, absolutely. So when we look at this now, what do we do if we can't have a nap? I mean, some of us, you know, we, we have work, we have things to do, we have people always observing us. The best thing that I've noticed that works for me is if I'm in front of people or when I'm teaching or something is going on and it's, I don't have that space where I can quickly meditate or have a nap. I actually sit there and I take a deep breath through my nose and I hold my breath for as long as I can. For as long as I can. Because what I notice, what it does is it regulates the nervous system. Instantly, it regulates the nervous system. It resets it. It calms it down. You're actually telling your body, it's okay. And what happens then? It tells your amygdala, your panic button, which is the immaturity and the responsiveness of an inner four-year-old. That's pretty impulsive, right? It takes a lot of convincing to negotiate with this little amygdala to tell it, this is okay. It's okay. And so just taking that deep breath is fantastic. And another wonderful way that you can do this that will really help you is if you, if, if you have the luxury, if you can go to the bathroom or you can have a private space quickly, is to actually stand up and jump and shake your arms and legs. Jump until you feel tired. That also resets your nervous system. How can we heal our mind? Lizu, I have a really awesome video on YouTube, evetvideos.com, how to heal negative thoughts. And I have also emotional healing sessions. So what you can do is you can go to www.guidedhealingsession.com. I have a free guided healing session there that you can also use combined with actually metaphysical anatomy if you want. Because, you know, whatever you find with the elements or emotional stress that comes up with this, you can actually go to that healing session and just zap it and work on it and address it and go deep down into the root causes in a very gentle and also very graceful way. And so when we look at these patterns now, this is a really great way that you can start to rewire yourself by taking positive action. So the next time when you feel really upset, the next time when you feel really stressed, the next time when you feel really anxious, ask yourself immediately, what action can I take right now that can bring me closer to feeling just a little bit calmer or what will make me happy right now? 
And the answer, of course, has to be plausible. It needs to be something that you can actually take action on, right? That would be kind of helpful. Um, jump up and down. I mean, yes, literally just jump up and down because what happens is when your body feels so stressed, that is your instinctive fight or flight response. That's like, Hey, I need to move. I need to move. There's cortisol, there's adrenaline, your body actually physically needs an outlet. And so when you jump, you're actually utilizing, you're using that cortisol, you're using that adrenaline and it doesn't get stuck in the body. So that's a really great way of to do in that case. So if you're feeling a little bit shaky, the best thing to do is jump and then have a lie down if you can or hold your breath. Just one deep breath. Hold it for as long as you can. But if you have the luxury, of course, to have a lie down, please go for it. It's www.guidedhealingsession.com. You can go there. There you go. So I hope that that helps. So guys, it was so great to connect here with you live and Keep asking me these really great questions. I love to, you know, talk to you and to connect with you and just to kind of help you with, you know, certain aspects where you feel stuck in your life and just live into action is always the best. It's beautiful to connect and it's really wonderful. Um, so guys, I would love to connect with you next time. We do this weekly and I love to just jump here on also just randomly. And so keep asking me these really beautiful, great questions. And also check out eventrose.com. I have a lot of... Um, great events coming up that will be live here in Bali and also online. So you can catch me on Zoom. A lot of them is free as well. So just join there. Let's connect and let's reconnect and build an online community. See you next time. Be the light that you are. Bye everyone. Thank you for watching this video and I'm sure that you learned a lot. So guys, subscribe to my channel here and also hit the notifications bar and so that you can get notified every time when I upload a new video. So guys, also remember to share the video and also look out for courses that I have below in the description bar. And until next time, be the light that you are.